now, a Blaze Media podcast. Welcome to it, Chewing the Fat, with yours truly, Jeff Fisher. Quote of the day, time and patience, and being able to handle a S-word, crap ton of negative feedback. That's a quote from the winner of Mullet Fest 2020, on a year of self-hair. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. All right, so I want to give everybody a little helpful. Hand. I like that we're helpful here on Chewing the Fat. Helpful, and, and, and that's what we do here is help people. So I want to give you a little hint. If you, let's say, make it to work late, and everybody's looking at you like, what are you doing? You're late. I mean, how come you're late? I have a way out. Simple, easy. All you have to do is go, yeah, had to change a flat tire on the way to work. And everyone automatically goes, yeah, that sucks. Do you have to call AAA? No, I did it myself. I did it myself. I got here, though. I got here, though. Good to go. You're good to go. You are good to go. And in today's world, Really, in today's world, if you're late, you, you can almost you can almost fall back to, I'm not really feeling that well. Ooh, maybe you need to go back home. No, I'm all right. I'll power through. I don't have a fever or anything. I'm okay. I just I just wasn't feeling good. I was slow to get around, and one thing led to another. And the next thing you know, I'm late. You know, I got hung up in traffic. There was an accident. I mean, look on your look on your app. You can do what Democrats do all the time. This is not a this is not. A, I don't need the political music, but I'm just saying you can just do what Democrats do all the time. Just double down. There's an app. I mean, I had there was an accident. It was all backed up. Check the app. Check the traffic app. You, you know, you can go back and take a look. Just double down because nobody is going to look at the traffic app and go, "Wait, there was no accident on the road. What are you talking about?" Nobody knows. Nobody knows. So it's your way out. You're welcome. You're welcome. The flat tire, though, works every time. Every time. And just so you know, you don't have to actually have a flat tire. Okay? (laughs) You just have to say it. That's it. Just say it. Yeah. Whew. Change a flat tire. Everybody automatically. Oh, man, that stinks. I hate that when that happens. I know, right? And you're good. So in today's world, how does something like this happen? An Olive Garden employee uh, made headlines last week when a customer singled her out uh, in an incident of what's being called racial discrimination. And now she's decided to sue the restaurant. And you think, well, how is that the restaurant's fault? Well, she decided to quit her position at the restaurant because of what she said has become a hostile work environment. She spoke up. 
because saying that she was discriminated against by an Olive Garden customer. She'd been harassed and retaliated against by her coworkers and superiors. Uh, she said that her superiors about the harassment and retaliation by her coworkers and Olive Garden, just the manager, who has since been fired, uh, didn't do anything about it, or at least didn't do enough about it. But she said she overheard a coworker say, black people will do anything for money. I don't like her. I mean, right? It's guilty. I, you don't need to play the guilty, guilty, guilty. They're guilty. But I'm confused at how it all started because apparently at this Olive Garden in uh, Evansville, Indiana, which I'm sure is a fine restaurant. Uh, a fine, I mean, I love Olive Garden, but I'm sure, you know, there are different locations that tend to be better than others. Uh, but a customer requested a white server instead of the server they already had. The manager of the restaurant, instead of saying, um, I can appreciate your racism, you racist person, but these are our servers, and this is what you're going to get here at Olive Garden, or you can leave. Have a nice day. That didn't happen. The manager... Uh, went ahead and granted the customer's request. Now let me go find my white server. What did I do with my white server? Oh, there he is. Oh, there she is. I bring her over here. Uh, wow. Now the company is saying that the manager, you know, is already he's already got the boot and uh, the whole thing. And now we have a, you know, of course, Olive Garden is a zero tolerance for discrimination. Of course, every company in America has a zero tolerance for that kind of thing. But I'm conf- I really am bogged down on A. Wow. How? I mean, then after it happens, you, you get the jokes. I'm trying. I, I don't know that I hear uh, she claims. I'm not calling her a liar. But she claims that she overheard, you know, coworkers say black people will do anything for money and I don't like her. That's going to be tough to prove unless the person actually admits that. Yeah, I said it. I don't care. Uh, and maybe the you know the worker admits to saying, "I don't like her," but not admit to the black people will do anything for money. Um, but you can find it believable when you get to the point of a a customer asking for the white server and then being granted from the manager. Wow, you just what is going on in America? What is going on in America? Kind of a weird, scary moment in Sykeston, Missouri. Uh, More than a thousand dead birds were found last week in the uh, southeastern Missouri town of uh, Sykeston, Missouri. Fine, fine town. Uh, They released a statement about what happened. But I mean, they found uh, carcasses of red-winged blackbirds brown-headed cowbirds, grackles, and European starlings, just dead. Eh, just dead. Now, that, coming across that, 
That's a little strange. That's a little strange and a little freaky. Uh, especially with our, you know, history with birds. You know, the birds. But and if you have not seen the movie, The Birds, go back and take a watch. It, it's not going to be up to today's horror standards, but it does give you the idea of what I'm talking about. I mean, it does not even come close to today's, today's horror standards. You're watching the birds going, so where's, where's Elon's flamethrower? We'll just get rid of them all. But when well, the movie was made. Right, you're done. So, and the end roll credits. The bird. So, a natural history biologist for the Missouri Department of Conservation uh, responded to uh, Wakefield Road. It's out there. It's out there just west of Sykeston. You know where it is. Just west of Sykeston, Missouri, out there. To investigate reports of large number of dead birds in the general area. Uh, north and west of the power plant you know those evil people that give you light air conditioning heat i hate the power people so carcasses of the red-winged blackbirds brown-headed cowbirds grackles european starlings were observed in the fields along all along wakefield road he also observed many birds showing signs of physical injury so in areas of vegetated cover near the roadway, there were still a bunch that were, you know, limping along. I got to get back to my nest. I got to get back to my nest. But they were just, you know, they weren't dead. They were injured. Think of that. I'm crawling over dead birds. I, I got to get back to my nest. So they canvassed the neighborhood, got more birds, realized that there were, you know, at least a thousand of them dead. And he estimated that uh, the previous evening uh, there was a big thunderstorm. And one resident reported hearing birds hitting the ground near their home during the storm. I confirmed with the National Weather Station in Paducah. That's Paducah, Kentucky, for those of you that don't know that. That's a big old long bridge. Anyway, from Paducah, Kentucky, right on end up. Anyway, if you've never been to Paducah, Kentucky, it's beautiful, beautiful, it's beautiful this time of year. It's actually not that bad a place. I'm just messing with you. But uh, there's a huge, huge, I wish, I don't know what the name of that bridge is. It doesn't matter. It's, just, it's, a, it's a big old long bridge, though, out of, out of Paducah. So they believe that uh, the light, the birds got caught up in the high winds. They got spooked. They got caught up in the high winds and the lightning and some of the hail. And then it was just over, right? They're in the middle of the storm and boom, it's done. So some of the birds, you know, some of the limping ones, I got to get back to my nest. They just got dinged by some hail. Maybe got some, you know, maybe maybe they were the 10th bird in line from a lightning strike, so they still lived. It's got a little bird, got a wing burn. And uh, so it's reasonable to conclude that the flock uh, was spooked during the weather event and became injured. Ah, okay. Uh, he even says uh, in his post, uh, ra- it's rare that birds fall victim to volatile weather conditions uh no kidding birds are pretty smart but i will say that when it's gonna storm the birds all flock together if you see in 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 where and close to where i live in uh in uh oklahoma or fort worth texas uh it's almost oklahoma it's way the hell out there uh 
every time there's one there's one main road and there's all these blackbirds and they they're they're always flying around and going here and you know trying to steal people's food as they're leaving fast food restaurants and other restaurants that are out there and whenever it's going to storm they all come together man it is kind of scary kind of freaky because they're all rode up on the lines they're all rode up in the trees they're all rode up around all these restaurants and you're i mean i can remember going you know i've driven through the drive-thru a couple times and all the birds are looking at you like we could i could send the word and we would have these thousands of birds just attack your car right now and you'd be dead and we'd take your hamburger and fries and that would be it got it but but why do they need to attack your car i mean they can watch you suffer as they poop on it, and it's far less destructive. No, but they want the food. Well, I mean, I mean, if I'm if I'm at the fast food place, I'm not opening the window. I say, oh, we'll go around. Uh, come to, come back inside. Drive throughs closed right now. Because you open up that window, man, that bird could now. And maybe you know you wouldn't be able to get it closed in time. You'd be there'd be birds inside the inside the Wendy's. That I remember sitting in the drive-thru. No cover, by the way, over the drive-thru window, which is very disappointing to me. And uh, and you look out, and I mean to tell you, birds on top of birds on top of birds all rode up, man. They are ready to attack. So I can well understand if they're hovering together and then a giant storm comes. Ow! 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 It's over. It's over. Thousands of birds in Paducah, Kentucky. Or... It's something else, something more sinister. You decide. Another weird story that is either just weird or sinister. You decide. In Louisiana. <laughs> Thank you. In Louisiana, uh, the uh, Slidell Police Department pulled over a man. Had a license plate on his car from 1997. Now he said, "Ah, I've just been too busy, uh, sir. It's been 23 years. I know." I said, "The one thing led to another. I just I never got to it. And uh, you know what are you going to do? Tell you what, uh, I'll take care of it as soon as I get home." <laughs> now. It doesn't say in this story whether they let him go home, which is really weird. It said uh, they didn't respond to requests for more information. So he probably got a summons that said, change it, or you're going to get a ticket and a warrant will be put out for your arrest. I'm not saying that I've ever had tickets like that, but okay, I have. Uh, Get it fixed. I never forget I had a uh, I had a taillight out once. I was so mad. I got pulled over and the guy, oh, you're missing the taillight. Your taillight's out. And I was like, no, it's not. I, I just I just looked. I mean, I just saw it's back in, you know, I'm 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 out of the driveway. I backed into the driveway and I and I checked. You know, as I'm pulling out, I see the lights working. Nope, it's out. And I, so I get out of the car. No way. I get out of the car. I turn on the lights and I tap the brake. I even had the cop. I said, tap the brake. I mean, the cop even tapped the brake for me. I tapped the brake. No way. And he taps. That's out. So I had to just go out. I'll get it fixed. He writes me a summons. 
I'm so mad. And, you know, I mean, no one supports the police department more than this show, Chewing the Fat. No one. But there was no need to write me a summons. And the summons said that I had to get it changed and that I had to have it okayed by another police officer that it was fixed. Ouch. I was so pissed. So I get it fixed. I don't, you know, I get it. I'm not going to drive around with it out for too long. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go for it. Well, this wasn't 1997. It wasn't 23 years later. And so then I pull up, and there's two police officers at this uh, location, and they're there. The cars are there. They were they're out working on something, but they were outside of their cars. And I pull up, and I I walk up to them, and I'm like, "Hey, just one of you guys to sign off on this, please." I showed him. I showed him the summons, and I said, "I got it fixed." And I just got the lights, and, said, and the guy goes, "Who the hell wrote you this?" And he looks at the name, and he just shakes his head. He doesn't say anything to me. He just shakes his head, like, Tch. you know. Even the police officers were like, "What a douche! What are you making me do this for?" So, I mean, I'm guessing this is what happened to this man in Louisiana. Been busy. It's 23 years. You forgot to renew your tags. You can well understand how you someone could forget something like that. You just, ah, you just don't do it. Still driving my car. And think of that. He's been driving around for 23 years. I don't know how often he runs to the store. Uh, you know, been driving around, but he's driving around for 23 years, not getting caught. I mean, guilty, 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 guilty. Yeah, it's time to. It's time. It's time to butch up a little bit. Get the new tags. Let's go. And something to look forward to as well. Uh, as you're uh, as you're concerned, we'll get into a uh, coronavirus update today too. I've got some. I've got some. Well, I hate to call coronavirus stories great, but there's some really great coronavirus stories today, and some great audio as well. But I wanted to. Uh, Give me something to look forward to if you ever, if you're thinking, ah, I probably should self-quarantine. If you think you have it, you want to self-quarantine. We want to keep the spread down. I would say at least subscribe to Playboy. Uh, Dolly Parton. For she, uh, remember she was on Playboy way back in 1978. And she wants to be on there again for her 75th birthday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, I don't know if Dolly's up for the centerfold, but she's up for the cover. And, you know, a short uh, photo stint, maybe the the first or the third photo stint in the bag, because you usually have the cover. Then you get a then you get a quick photo shot. Then you get the the, the centerfold. Then you get the you know the cover story with the photos. Uh, at seventy five, are you looking forward to that? Oh no no no! To take that buzzer back, take that buzzer back. You know, you are absolutely one hundred percent. You're gonna look. You're going to look. You're going to. I'm not saying you have to like it. I'm not saying anything that's going to be good or bad. But you're going to look. That answer is false. No, it is not.
No, it is not. I will bet any amount of money. Women and men will look. Period. Let's go to the break room. I desperately need a drink of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Oh, you don't have no idea. Oh my gosh. It's so good. <laughs> and hey, look who's in the break room. Eric Finman. Eric, how in the world are you? Hey, nice to hear from you too. So Eric, uh, big news yesterday. Uh, in the uh, in the Bitcoin world, and for those of you that don't remember uh, Eric Finman uh, for uh, for history purposes, uh, he's remembered as the youngest Bitcoin millionaire. Someone I can you know be mad at for uh, being smarter than he needed to be as a young teenager. But uh, and he's been fighting for some uh, cryptocurrency rules, right? Isn't that right, Eric? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, yesterday um, we introduced with uh, Congressman Gosar from Arizona the Cryptocurrency Act of 2020, which is kind of meant to be a really like a, a really big bill for basically this whole multi-hundred billion dollar industry to really clear up the rules, clear up the regulations. The U.S. is one of the worst in the world for regulations on this stuff. Even like Europe is better. Europe actually, the U.K.'s version the UK government actually said the US government was too regulatory on this. So it's kind of like flipped. It's, it's crazy. Really? So with this new uh, new bill that is now the, uh, and it is the cryptocurrency bill, is that right? It doesn't have a special HR-85B hashtag bash dash back forward slash number? <laughs> um, no, yeah. That, it has the name, which is the Cryptocurrency <laughs> Act of 2020. And the number for it is 6154. 6154. All right. Well, it does get a number. Good. I didn't want it to go without a number. There you go. There you go. So what do you hope – let's see. This bill goes through. And what does that do for me, the average guy? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, we talk about the industrial revolution. I think there was the internet revolution. And I think there's going to be the blockchain revolution, the Bitcoin revolution. uh, And I think – and honestly, right now, I think the reason why you haven't seen it um, as much, I mean, it's had tremendous success, but the reason you haven't seen it at the same as the Industrial Revolution, the Internet Revolution, is just because of these laws are so terrible. It's like, imagine if you applied old newspaper laws and rules to the Internet when that came out. I mean, it really hurts us. And that's why, you know, the rest of the world, even our, our enemies, our competitors, Russia, China, um, they're doing way better on this stuff in the U.S. The EU started a big blockchain fund. Um, and all that. So, I mean, I think you're really going to notice it um, from an economic perspective. Uh, I think you're going to use it from, a, a, you know, if you're a business, I think you're, I think, you know, just as every company became an internet company in some way, like they, a, even a restaurant in the middle of nowhere has to get on Yelp. Right. I think every company will be a, a blockchain company or have to take maybe cryptocurrency and all this stuff. So, you know, and one, if you want to start a business right now, you can, it's really hard. You need at least a million dollars to really start a, a, a crypto businesses a crypto business because you have to apply for a license in each of the 50 states wow. to operate because they apply all these rules. Imagine if you had, in order to start a restaurant, you had to have a minimum a million dollars or more 
um, to really get going. You know, you would only have McDonald's because those would be the only people that could afford it. You wouldn't have that, you know, that, that homey place down the street. And that's the same case. You have, you don't have Steve Jobs, Steve Wozniak out of a garage because they can't afford a million dollars in lawyers. I'm fortunate. I made a lot of money in Bitcoin. I run a right. crypto company. I can spend that money, but I feel like that's what's going to affect. I think it's going to issue in a crypto renaissance. I think it's going to issue in, issue in an economic renaissance, just like as all the internet companies, when they launched Google, Amazon, that increased GDP, created hundreds of thousands of jobs. I mean, I think that's what's going to happen. So I, I think it's a really big deal. So what What's the uh, progression of this bill? What what next? Now, I mean, we have the bill. What next for you? I mean, you, we're continuing to fight. I mean, it certainly isn't law yet. Um, yeah, we haven't passed yeah, it so, yet. I mean, we had the. I think uh, we it was uh, it was a lot of work to get it introduced yeah. yesterday. Um, so I feel like we got to the moon, and now we just gotta we gotta work the landing, and that is and that is the hardest part. Um, so it has to go through uh, Maxine Waters's committee. Um, and all that stuff. So that's been usually tough for people to get through um, for yeah. crypto stuff. I think we'll be able to get through, um, uh, no problem. And then after it goes to committee, uh, financial services, uh, it's kind of like a that's two dozen people or whatever. Right. Then it goes um, to agricultural committee, and they can either vote on it themselves. That's about two dozen people, or take you know whatever financial services did. Um, and then they go to the floor. So that's Nancy Pelosi and then, and then Kevin McCarthy. And they decide kind of when it goes to the floor. Um, and, then, and then it goes to the Senate. And that would go to uh, uh, a banking committee. So it's like they have all these little mini committees before yeah. it, goes to the, it goes to vote by everybody. So that's actually I'm from Idaho. Um, Mike Crapo runs that committee. So, you know, that's uh, he's from Idaho. So I don't know. Maybe that'll be maybe that'll be helpful. We'll see. Yeah. What's the um, what's then, what's the yeah. uh, what's the uh, astrology? What's the stars looking like? Do you feel like this is going to actually happen? Yeah, I think it's going to I really think it's going to happen. I wouldn't be in it if I weren't to win it. I think it has good bipartisan support. Um, I mean, I think uh, like someone we had uh, speak yesterday. I mean, she she told this really beautiful story of of you know uh she she was from africa and and you know how she was able her son was really sick and she couldn't afford medicine and she couldn't she tried taking jobs online because she's in botswana there's really no opportunity um and and all that she took jobs online but they wouldn't pay in botswana currency so but she was able to do uh use bitcoin and that's borderless you know get paid instantly and taking all these jobs and her son was sick um, and all that, and right. and you know, was able to to buy healthcare. So you know, we we showed kind of stories from. I'm from rural Idaho, um, you know, very red state, you know, um, and all that, and and you know, we showed those stories as well. So I think this has very much bipartisan appeal. You know, it's good for business, good for the economy, and it's good at an individual level, like with stories like that. So, uh, and, and your story, of course, is uh, you know, Mr. Showoff. Uh, Eric, Eric Finman, uh, Mr. Showoff, Mr. Uh, youngest uh, Bitcoin millionaire uh, ever. Is that still true? Uh, yeah, as of now. Yeah, youngest person to become a Bitcoin millionaire, and I think still at present the youngest Bitcoin millionaire, but I get wow. a, a year older every year. So. Yeah, well, welcome to the crowd. So we yeah. have, uh, yeah. along with this bill, I mean, you're talking about, uh, you know, the crypto securities and the cryptocurrencies and the crypto commodities. Is that where, uh, you know, the Proton Association comes in with uh, trying to put all these together? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I think uh, Facebook uh, made a big mistake. They went in and tried to launch their own cryptocurrency and was something called the Libra Association. 
and that failed bombastically um, in yeah, D.C., sure you know, I guess for better or for worse. Um, but it's, uh, it's, you know, so we want to, we actually want to work alongside on government. So, you know, like, like they started like whitehouse.gov back in the day, they had all these internet pilot programs that really got, you know, open to the government getting government people getting educated about the internet and using the internet back in the nineties when that came out um, and, and was, or getting more popular. Uh, and we want to do that. So rather than like working kind of, you know, just trying to, just trying to, you know, ignore, I think it's kind of impossible to ignore these, uh, these people. So I think working with them and doing kind of, you know, blockchain equivalent white house.gov type things um, and all that. And then, um, and then, yeah, I mean, I think, I think, I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna be good. And I think it's gonna Excellent. be popular. So the uh, cryptocurrency act of 2020, uh, HR six, one, five, four, uh, is, mm-hmm. uh, has made it. Uh, what can we do to help? Uh, I mean, I think just, uh, just go in, go on Twitter, say, I support the cryptocurrency act of 2020. Um, you know, tweet at Gosar, uh, or call Gosar, um, Congressman Paul Gosar, um, in Arizona saying, I really, I really like what you're doing. And that's basically it. Just go on Twitter, Facebook, talk about the cryptocurrency act of 2020, um, and, and call Congressman or tech or, or, or tweet at Congressman Gosar if you so desire. Eric Finman, how can people uh, get in touch with you if they want to uh, learn more about uh, cryptocurrency? Are you giving any classes? You making any speeches? What are you doing? Uh, yes, um, I did a class back in the day and all that stuff. I since closed that, but my Twitter is uh, at Eric Finman um, uh, on on Twitter. So uh, I really I really use Twitter a lot. My Facebook page is also my name E R I K F I N M A N. Um, just like Aquaman, but with a fin, fin man. So, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's just how you get in contact. All right, Eric Finman. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. The cryptocurrency act of 2020 HR bill six, one, five, four. Thank you. I appreciate it, sir. Good luck. Thank you so much. All right, a friendly reminder to uh, subscribe to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Now, you can subscribe on any platform you like. It doesn't matter. Well, it does kind of. You can pick any platform that warms the little innards of your heart, but hashtag not SoundCloud. You can pick iTunes. You can pick Spotify. You can pick iHeartRadio. You can pick Stitcher. Whatever you like. Just not SoundCloud, because they don't play nice with the other kids, so we're not going to play nice with them. No, we're not going to. No, no, no. No violence against SoundCloud. No. Take it back. Okay, thank you. I don't think it's possible to take that back, but we're taking it back anyway. So subscribe to Chewing the Fat. And I want you, as long as you're, you know, pulled over to the side of the road, or you're at the red light, and you're waiting... And you're thinking, ooh, I need to subscribe. I'm listening. I need to subscribe to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Go to theblaze.com slash podcast. Click on Chewing the Fat. Along the top there, we'll give you a few choices. If you can't, if you haven't decided which platform you want to use, along the top of that, we'll give you some choices. And uh, one of them still, I think, is SoundCloud. I'm not sure why it's still there, but don't pick that one. Pick whatever one you want not soundcloud and then subscribe to chewing the fat with jeff fisher and while you're in the subscription mode because right now today i can't guarantee tomorrow but today it's free tomorrow 
It might, it might be different. But uh, you're at the red light. You look up. The light's still red. All right? The light's still red. And on the other side of the intersection, a train's still going by. So you're just sitting there for another at least 10 minutes. Okay? That's when you go to YouTube. Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Subscribe to my YouTube channel as well. Okay? A lot of good stuff coming out uh, on that channel. Uh, A-S-A-P. Okay? All right. So let's do our uh, daily coronavirus update. I know Chris Cruz still missing again in action. I don't know. Don't, I don't. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it because I don't think Chris has. <laughs> but I'm not a doctor. I just play one on. Let's play one on the radio. So, so as of this recording today, uh, the 10th of March, 2020. For those of you watching and listening live, uh, Corona cases. Worldwide, 117,959, 4,264 deaths, 65,040 recovered. Okay, there's your numbers. Those are the, the daily updated numbers. Now, there are some stories surrounding the coronavirus, COVID-19, that are strange and uh, one of them today is, well, there's more than one of them today, is almost the dumbing down of America. But you, it's just people being scared, really, is what it is. I, I know it's the dumbing down of America, and I can't help but watch. Uh, there's a report coming out of, going out of Kentucky, I think. I think it is Kentucky. I'm sorry, Tennessee. I, I got it mixed up. You got Tennessee. If you look at a map... You look at it, you got, you know, you got, if you turn the map up now, you got Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky, you know, they're quick states to drive through. When you're coming north to south, Kentucky. That answer is No, it is not. No, it is not. If you're driving, you know how many times I've driven uh, north from Florida through Tennessee and Kentucky and south through Kentucky and Tennessee. Because you drive through, like on the other, on the opposite sides of those states, you have Georgia in the south and Ohio to the north. Ohio is a huge long state. Georgia is a huge long state. If you're coming from Florida, Florida takes forever to drive through. So you drive to get to. Oh, we're finally at Georgia, and then it takes Georgia. You drive through forever, and then Tennessee and Kentucky, boom, boom, you're through. Because of that, you come from if you when you're coming from Michigan, you drive through, you you get finally get to Ohio. Oh thank God, I'm finally in Ohio. Ohio takes forever to get through, and then by the time you get to the end of Ohio, there's Kentucky. Boom, boom, you're through Kentucky and Tennessee. You're at Georgia, and then Georgia takes forever. I'm telling you, I've done it a thousand times. I okay, so I apologize. All right, I already apologized. Wow, leave me alone. All right, Whew. so in. Uh, in Shelby County Schools in uh, Memphis, Tennessee, uh, they have a problem because uh, an employee that worked at uh, an elementary school and a middle school there is uh, on a 14-day quarantine and has not displayed any symptoms, but is in you know a quarantine just to be just to be safe. And they're talking about the cases in their area. What's going on? People who have uh, contacted the contracted the disease. We hear from the county health department director, 
But of course, our favorite thing here on Chewing the Fat is a man on the street or a woman on the street reporting. And you can't do a local news story without talking to someone on the streets. I mean, how many times have we done? We've, we've talked about it. We've aired it. I, I just, I, it's, it's shocking to me. When you put a camera and a microphone in front of somebody's face, they have to talk. And I say that with cameras and microphones in front of me. I get it. I know how difficult it is. I understand. But you don't have to respond. Hey, got a minute? Like to talk about this? No, thank you. And move on. You don't have to prove you don't know what you're talking about. But this story, they talked to a mom. And they also show a picture, which uh, you will not see, obviously, unless you're watching live. Uh, But uh, they show a guy spraying his son with Lysol. And they show a lady walking up. Now, she does have a mask on. She does have what seems to be a medically made mask surrounded by a plastic bag over her head you look like an idiot plastic bag over her hands plastic bag over her shoes except that one of the plastic bags over the one shoe is now broken because she was walking she looks down you're going to hear her explain and as she explains she realizes that (laughs) she explains oh but when you listen to it i'm gonna play it for you and then when you after you're done shaking your head i'll i'll explain it to you and don't nobody want their child to be sick and don't nobody want to take that virus to their house. Parents with children at Treadwell Middle and Elementary Schools are not playing around. They show her, pause this for a second. Down, and some even sprayed them with disinfectant. Okay, so they showed her, uh, after that, they show her wiping down her child's backpack with a, a disinfectant wipe. And then you also, they, that's what she comments that she shows the guy uh, disinfecting his son. Oh, it's just horrible. Go on with the next one. And spray as they took them home Monday. And I wiped my shoes and backpack down when I got them out of school. Sure did. Gave them gloves. Sure, sure did. Parents are doing this after they found out an employee who works at Treadwell Middle and Elementary came in contact with a person who tested positive for the coronavirus in Memphis. Some took more extreme measures. Two garbage bags. My shoes and came loose. Two sacks. No sack. And Leaders no with the Shelby County no Health sack. Department okay, say this that's, is that's not good. necessary okay. because it's a very She's low risk situation for necessary. students. And we're good. We're good. Now, you see it, and I want to thank the people on Twitter that sent it to me. <laughs> sent it to me. Uh, I'm sure there are CTF influencers in Tennessee watching the news reports from Fox 13, man on the street with the coronavirus. They've got they've got time to fill. They've got to do man on the street reports. I get it, and they're telling you it's not necessary. And you want to laugh, and you want to say, "Oh my gosh, what are you people thinking?" They're just scared. They're just scared parents trying to figure out. They got nothing. They don't. They don't know what to do. So they got. They feel like they have to do something. Sometimes. Sometimes it's best not to do anything ain't nobody got time for that thank you we also have uh human rab human lab rats needed is the headline would you get infected with coronavirus for four thousand five hundred dollars is that enough is that enough for you 
No. I might be in for 4500 Nope, 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 nope. I might be in. Uh, Got to be five figures at least. Queen Mary Bio Enterprises Innovation Center in London looking for 24 volunteers to inject with the dreaded coronavirus and participate in their flu camp. You're going to be paid $4,588 for your troubles. Um, I don't know. That seems like... It doesn't say how. we got to figure out how long this is going to be, though. Because uh, you're going to receive a battery of tests. You're going to be given two of the virus's weaker strains, the OC43 and the 229E. Duh. I mean, that goes without saying. Which should cause mild respiratory symptoms. They will be given new and existing vaccines. So they'll give you these two mild strains. Then you're going to get the vaccine. We'll see how that what happens to you once you get the once you get the virus. Then we're going to give you vaccines to see what happens to you once you're given the vaccines. All the doctors, you know, going to wear the protective clothing. They're going to analyze the patients. Ah. Okay, drug companies get a very good idea within a few months of starting a vaccine study, whether it's working or not. Uh, go ahead, UK Medicines Healthcare. It doesn't say, aside from the actual downside of being sick, participants must stay in quarantine for two weeks, eat a restricted diet, and avoid human contact and exercise. I can do that in two weeks. 4500 bucks for two weeks? I think I might be in. Now, of course, this is in the United Kingdom, so I'm going to be charged a fortune just to fly there, if you can fly there. But you know they're lining up around the block for this. And good for them. Let's get this thing rolling. Let's find the vaccines that work, and let's get people better, period. So we don't have to worry about... Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. I mean, there is so much coronavirus information out there now. And all I want to talk about, I'll tweet this out uh, at JeffyJFR. I may even put this on my Facebook and Instagram pages, uh, Jeff Fisher Radio. But this past weekend, uh, aside from watching the new Amazon series 000, uh, which isn't bad. If you like, uh, they follow a drug shipment from uh, the first part of the deal to the end of the deal. And I figured, my first thought was that the end is they're all dead. Zero, zero, zero. That's what it means. Zero, zero, zero. They're all dead. We end, we're going to go through, I think it's eight episodes, and they're all dead. You watch. You tell me what happens. That's just what I thought going in. That's how the series is going to end. Eight episodes, zero, zero, zero. They end, everybody's dead. So I'm at home and I'm like, oh, you know what we haven't watched in a while? And we're, we're, we're having dinner on Saturday night. I'm like, oh, you know what we have? Let's go into the living room and finish our dinner and watch Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I haven't watched Dawn in a while. I wanted to watch Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I like that movie. It's the second one in the series. There was Rise, there's Dawn, there's War. And I've, you know, I, I, I enjoyed them all. I liked Dawn the most number two the second one in the series the best uh out of the new planet of the apes series 
So we put it on. And I wa- the first, the opening scene montage, two minutes, is incredible. Incredible. And it's all about the news coverage of the worldwide simian flu pandemic. No, I don't want to play it because I don't know that we can. I don't know if we're getting trouble for playing it. So I'm just going to post it. On, I'll, I'll, I'll share it on social media. I'll, I'll post it. I'll see if I can tag my YouTube channel uh, with it so you can you know subscribe to my YouTube channel, even though this particular clip isn't on my YouTube channel. Uh, but you should subscribe to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher's uh, YouTube channel. Uh, but this two minutes is incredible. And I know it's just a movie. I got it. But it's the opening sequence from Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. And it's... It is something. I want to play it for you. If we were if we were actually shooting video and audio live, I'd just put I'd turn my screen around and let you watch it. That wouldn't get us in too much trouble, would it? Oh yes it would. I know. I know. I got it. Now, there's all kinds of postponements going on, uh, thanks to the coronavirus. I mean you have Coachella now postponed. Uh we have Boston's St. Patrick's Day parade canceled. They're not even. I mean, they're not even. Well, I mean, they're not saying postponed because it's it's every year. So it's just this particular year is canceled. Uh, we still have the Dallas St. Patrick's Day parade. The Mavs put it on every year here in Dallas. That has not been postponed. That's supposed to happen this weekend, I think. So good luck. I don't know. We'll see if that still takes place or not. Because the NBA is a big pusher of perhaps we should start thinking about keeping people kind of away from other people. So we've got that going on. I mean, Italy, and we may even mention it yesterday. I mean, Italy has quarantined the entire country. They've shut it down. I mean, it's incredible. They're they're talking about, uh, I mean, think of the economic pain that's going to cause to the country. It's just, just incredible. Uh, what what could become of this if we don't find a vaccine to this? And I'm, I, you know, if you pray for anything, if you have deep thoughts for anything, <laughs> pray for a vaccine for this to come out and be done now. Uh, even if it's someone saying, you know, we believe that this could be the vaccine. This is what our tests are showing now. And that's what they're doing in the UK, right? That's why they need uh, human lab rats. Okay, good. I mean, I know that the CDC has, uh, or I'm sorry, not the CDC, the World Health Organization. Who? Yes. Uh, has released their uh, recipe to make your own hand sanitizer. But you also have uh, the state of New York, saying they're going to make their own hand sanitizer thanks to prison labor. It's nice of the governor. It's nice of the governor to do that. We have a Larry Flint at the Hustler Club. Uh, he's done a, uh, a PSA that you can watch because they are uh, hosing down the Hustler Clubs every night to keep you corona-free. It's nice of Larry. 
Oh, so Larry. Who knew Larry was still alive? Wait a second. Is he? St- I gotta find. How old is Larry Flint? Seventy-seven years old. He'll be seventy-eight this year. Wow. Still plugging strong. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. Now we have. Uh, we had a little kid in uh, Austin. I mean, selling hand sanitizer by the side of the road. That's capitalism. Right? Thank you. I mean, the kids figures, why not? Sets up out on the old curb with the hand sanitizer. What's he selling it for? Hold on. It could be. We might be saying, kid, dude, knock down the price a little bit, bro. All right. So, uh, Miles Barker is uh, selling three bucks a bottle. And he calls it Corono Gel. <laughs> I love this kid. Chrono Gel. Started to make it. We thought, how about we sell it? Because uh, it's sold out everywhere. And we sell it to make a little bit of money. I mean, he makes it with aloe vera, essential oils, and alcohol. It meets the 60% alcohol standard recommended by the CDC. Business is booming. His goal was to make 100 bucks, and this story broke a couple of days ago, three or four days ago, so he's already, he's already made that. If you're in the neighborhood, you're buying one of those for three bucks, right? Yeah, you're buying, by, driving by miles, and you're dropping the three bucks to the kid. You may even just drop a 10 spot, take three of them off the kid's head, and give them an extra buck. I mean, that's the kind of guy I am. So there's also other scams, other scams going on i mean uh the united states secret service has issued a uh a coronavirus phishing alert uh, in fact they're saying that uh you know criminals are opportunists yes they are that is the quote of the day criminals are opportunists because yes they are it's a prime a prime opportunity for enterprising criminals because it plays on one of the basic human conditions fear so if you're getting phishing emails emails about uh, uh, coronavirus please don't click on them and if you have someone that gets emails that you think might be a person who would click on something like that how about you don't click on it and you just let them go and there's I still am waiting to hear what how I'm going to get ripped off with letting these companies put ads on my Facebook page. I get emails every day. Every day about hey, we'll put ads on your Facebook page and I want to say yes cuz it's pretty good money for just putting ads on my Facebook page. Hell yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> yes. But there's I know I'm going to get I know I know it it's too good to be true. And say well, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. And most of the time it's not probably is. If it's too good to be true, it is. And now there we have to just people tell us that uh this may come as a surprise to you, so I want you to sit down. I want you to sit down, okay? Uh coronavirus cannot be cured by drinking bleach or snorting cocaine. 
I know. But according to uh, according to a quick glance over the socials, uh, garlic, bleach, cocaine, and even pleasuring yourself are, are not cures for the coronavirus. I mean, wow. Maybe I go back to I was feeling sorry for the people in Tennessee because they just didn't know what to do. But this could be given to you as the dumbing down of America, man. If at any time someone says to you, bleach is the cure, that's probably not. It's probably not. That's just me. And I know that we're starting to get a little, people are starting to get a little freaked out. And I can understand it because we don't know what to do. We don't know what to do. I mean, really, the only thing to do is to wash your hands. Make sure if you go to the grocery store, you hose down the shopping cart when you're walking in. You know what I mean? I know that it's, you know, it's, you, when you're done shopping, wash your hands. it's it's what you have to do and those are everyday precautions that you really should be doing anyway and sometimes you know you think about it and I I catch myself too okay so we know that the shopping carts are dirty right so we go in and we I didn't wipe it down so it's already too late you've already you've already you've already touched the car and have wiped so you just go shopping now you've touched all the goods on the shelf you don't know who's touched those goods before put them back whatever who put them on the shelf where they came from so then you throw them up on the conveyor belt at the store. If you haven't, if you're not, even if you're not checking, your, if you're checking yourself out, you're just setting it on the ledge there. But you can put it up on the conveyor belt at the self-checkout as well sometimes. How often is that being disinfected? So now you're, now you're touching it again. You're putting it in the bags. You can put it in the back of your car. You get in the car and you go, oh, I'll wash my hands when I get home. Now you've touched the steering wheel and you've touched your face another thousand times. I mean, I get it. I get, I get the, the frustration and how hard it is. Ouch. We ouch. Just, I ouch. know. It's a continuous, it's a cycle of ouches. I know. I, I got it. You just do the best you can. You do the best you can. And it's going to come. I've told you before. And I'll tell you again. All right. And I want you to quote me on this. We're still here in the U.S., where it looks like uh, you know China's getting better now. Uh, it looks like they're at least making a you know making a concerted effort to let everyone know that it's getting better. I know uh, the Prez was out and about taking pictures, uh, so they're you know on the mend, and they you know, at least that's what they want us to believe. And other you know other countries that were initially. You know, the numbers splashed because of the tests are now starting to, you know, see those numbers come back a little. Yeah, because people were tested. They had it. Now they're better. Uh, it will get worse here in the United States numbers-wise before it gets better. And you can quote me on that. Now, do we need to go f- all out panic i mean is it the uh, go back to another movie uh another documentary 
because I talked about the documentary Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, another documentary was called Monsters, Inc., uh, where they show the news report and the guy says, now is the time to panic! And so, I mean, I think, I hope we're not there. I hope we're not there. Please. Please tell me we're not there. You're not, you're not telling me we're not there. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's what I thought. 